Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Man on Twice podcast. I am your host, as always. I am Ross, and joining me this week is Adam and Greg. Evening, chaps. Evening. And also joined by Colin. Hello. Second appearance of the of the year. Not bad. Yeah, you've been busy Get... working in the Vodafone call centre. I need to pay off your bill. Oh, mate, don't. don't. <laughs> that's the, that's the season as well, not the year. <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined by a uh, special guest, Mr. David Black from cm ninety seven ninety eight dot Hello everyone, thanks for having us. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, very well, thanks. We thought we'd get a Geordie on, as they've got a, a win, a rare win this season. Yeah, and I mean, you need to get me on before this uh, northeast economic downturn you discussed <laughs> last week, when, when we all get relegated, and I don't have the internet anymore, so let's get it done. Uh, I forgot I said that, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and David have been talking in the week, and he? he did find it funny, but there's also a very real possibility that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll come <laughs> If it makes it feel any better, Dave, to make it clear, I've never even been to the northeast. <laughs> All right. Well, it's uh, it's a wonderful place, and you're welcome any time as long as you don't mention us being relegated. It's, it's basically black and white, Adam. Like you're seeing those old old TV shows. As I imagined. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we don't have we, we don't have colour up here yet. <laughs> it, uh, one day it'll arrive. It's working its way out there. It's just about reached Leeds and Collins, so. Yeah, I'm glad you're on here, David, because I'm the one who normally gets this stick. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we can both share it together. Oh, that's good. Colin's a Yorkshireman. <laughs> um, we're going to start with uh, Aston Villa taking on Man United. Um, God, Man United made hard work of this, didn't they? One nil win <laughs> against Aston Villa at home. Uh, Marcus Rashford with the winner, a really nice finish, but it's, it's finally happened, chaps. They've gone... Good. <laughs> <laughs> they're not coming back anytime soon. Almost certainly not, no. There's a Villa fan at work who reckons they're going to bounce straight back. I told him I thought that 15 years ago. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> did, you not ban- did you not bounce straight back from League One, though? Uh, <laughs> no, no, we... No, I know, you, I know you didn't, Greg. <laughs> no, no, we kept going. <laughs> it took us a few years, didn't it, Colin? Yeah, yeah. A couple of years of playoff heartbreak before we bounce back. Essentially, well, Greg, you're playing a game of snakes and ladders where the board has been doctored <laughs> against you, and there are no ladders. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it's finally happened. One of the only clubs to never be relegated from the top flight, Aston Villa, have finally gone. There are six clubs remaining. Can we name them? Who can name them? Hold on, their clubs have never been relegated from the Premier League, not the top flight, are they? Uh, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Let's, let's go with Ar- that. Arsenal? Yes. Tottenham? Yep. Everton? Everton. Obviously, Adam tells us every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I've got. <laughs> uh, Liverpool? Yes. 
Man United and Spurs. Uh, we yeah we've got Arsenal, Everton, Liverpool, Spurs, Man United, and there's one other. They almost went down this year. Well, if they if uh, they'd kept their Portuguese manager in charge, they could have possibly gone down. This oh, year. Chelsea! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chelsea are the other one. Um, but yeah, Villa. No, they've, they've gone. It's it's glorious. I've waited for this moment for what four years basically since we started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they've won none of their last. Well, they've they haven't beat Man United in thirteen games. Um, they've only won what three games this year. I think it is. Imagine, imagine being one of those teams. <laughs> well, one was the first who are they, Ross? Wasn't it? Yeah, that, that the false hope against Bournemouth. You, you can you can excuse Bournemouth for that. Yeah, they're new to the league. They're uh, excited and they got taken down. I think one nil, wasn't it? It wasn't convincing. Yeah, <laughs> Gideon excited. Uh, just stead header, wasn't it? <laughs> Rudy, yeah, Rudy just said a pattern for what was to come. <laughs> So, who were the other two teams? Embarrass them, Russ. I'm looking now. They beat they beat Bournemouth. Palace uh, as well. They beat they beat Palace. Yeah, beat when Hennessy and threw, Norwich threw it in. Yeah. And Norwich. Wow. Brilliant. Norwich now deserve to go down. <laughs> 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 They're playing like it anyway, and Palace were only just safe as well. So the best team they've beaten the season is Bournemouth, newly promoted, who finished thirteenth. Well done, Villa. They've got a <laughs> they've got a draw to St James's. Worryingly. Oh yeah. It is. <laughs> Did um did anyone here else hear Stan Collymore's rant on um, Talksport? Uh, no, but I imagine he wasn't best pleased. Well, he wasn't. He, he it was a, a solid three minute rant where he was talking about how you know how um a, a couple of years ago or something um I think it was I think it might have been Adrian Dur- Adrian Durham was slagging off Liverpool and Jamie Carragher phoned in and called him on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well. It, um, Colin Moore was suggesting that any of the the Villa players were welcome to call him. Strangely enough, none of them did. <laughs> <laughs> but he just went off on one, talking about how none of them were trying and they're an embarrassment. And um, he said, "At least I was at when I was at Villa, I was shit, but at least I tried." <laughs> and, and, he, and, he, and he was like, "Oh, oh. I'm sorry, <laughs> I sat on the remote." <laughs> And um, and he said, he, even being shit, I was I my team still I still scored a a goal in a quarter final of a European competition. And you're like, <laughs> you could see he was speaking with some real passion. It was the first time I thought Conor Moore wasn't talking absolute bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the thing is though, I mean I don't know if you're going to come on to this, Ross, but it is bad for the the Aston Villa fans. I mean. Yeah, they've had to endure what five or six years of absolute dross. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, remember that there was those times when they were finishing sixth, when they were spending money they didn't have on on wages for players like James Milner and Stuart Downing and mm. um, sounds familiar. And <laughs> and John Carew and Emil Heskey and Martin O'Neill was betting the farm on trying to qualify for the Champions League. Yeah, when. English football was probably at, at its strongest it's been in the last 20 years when we were having three semi-finalists in the Champions League. Mm. So partly their problem is one of timing, but also let's not forget that it's not as if Randy Lerner has just come and just stripped money out of that club. No, he put a lot of money in before we decided that this is going nowhere. I'm stopping support for this club. Is it true that uh, Lerner... Was all keen on spending all this money, and then his girlfriend or his wife or someone basically said, "Stop doing that." <laughs> so then he stopped, and that's why 
Well, he hasn't put any money in recently. <laughs> is, that, is that just a myth, or is that, is that actually happened? I want to believe that. It's, it's true. Not, yeah. It's not something I've had, but we've, we, we, it's not like it's the Guardian over here, and we, we need double source <laughs> checking before we say anything. So... Um, I, I mean, the, the I just think a, a lot of a lot of this can be held at Martin O'Neill's door. Yes, he's a fraud. I mean, I don't like the guy. Um, not just because he used to be Matt Sunderland's manager, but he, as you said, there he spent spent well above their means, yeah. and then left them because he fell out with whoever it was at the time. I think he left them on the eve of the new season a few years ago, um, and then ever since then it's been downhill. Mm. I mean, they had but the, the, the highlight of Tim Sherwood, didn't they? That was a highlight for everyone. Should have <laughs> kept him. Should have kept him. But they'd still, they, they'd still be up if they had. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is, though, I mean, David, Greg, Ross, myself are probably in a good position to talk about this because although some Aston Villa fans seem to have confidence that they're going to be all right in the Championship next season, they're going down again. The, the, well, the thing that's worrying is that. Leeds didn't have enough good players. They got relegated, but at least they had some players that tried. Newcastle kept all well a good set of their players and got up at the first time of asking. Yeah. Yep. Greg, you're in League Two. Yeah. <laughs> um, Says it all. And so, and Leeds obviously, obviously ended up in League One not not shortly shortly after, but. I think Villa are going to really struggle. I mean, the only thing that Villa have got right now is they've got an owner that doesn't want to be there. Most of their players don't want to be there. Mm. Julian Lescott was making stupid comments recently, wasn't he, about a weight off their shoulders now they've been relegated. Like, it's a good thing. Yeah, he said that <laughs> we can go into our final four games and enjoy them, he said, on match of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. <laughs> the problem is... A couple, though, bit, they... couple beers before the game. <laughs> Curry with the lads afterwards. <laughs> The problem is, though, we mentioned this last week, they're not going to have to shift a lot of these players, are they? Well, I would see it as slightly differently as as well. It's, obviously, that's a big issue, but Leeds went into administration because they, they ran out of money. But the other way of going into administration is, is if the the owner just puts a club up for sale and just walks away. Yeah, I, I reckon if anything's going to happen, Randy Lerner's probably just going to do that. I, yeah. think, I think one possible hope for Villa is that there's potential that uh, their team is just a championship level team and no one's going to take anything from it. Hmm. So you you go into next season with the same team and you don't have to build you don't have to um you don't have to gel a new group of players together. You know that was Portsmouth players they're probably putting together a different 11 every 6 months. Yeah, that's what leads to as well. We started well we the season we went down from Premier League we had one player left on the books. Yeah, then you have a transfer window and you watch them disappear. Yeah, we, we literally had our, our squad photo is like Gary Kelly and the manager, and that was about it. Did they bother with one? <laughs> I don't think they did that year, to be fair. <laughs> Definitely should have done. <laughs> Imagine the calendar they must have sold that year. Twelve pictures of Gary Kelly. <laughs> let's let's move up one place then in the league, uh, Newcastle. David, you, you got a. a, a I want to say convincing win, but I wasn't that convinced mm. in this result. No, it was. Um, I mean, three 0 flattered us to be to be quite honest with you. Um, yeah. Swansea did what Swansea do and kept the ball a lot, and Rafa changed a lot of the team to try and counteract that. He took out like a Shelby, who is very good on the ball, but off the ball is like having you know a, a pensioner in there because he just sort of waddles waddles about a bit, but has a sweet right foot when he has it. So um, he changed the team a bit. To, 
to counteract that and we got a couple of goals from set pieces and uh, one later on where it was a counter-attack goal and Mitrovic knocked over Fernandez and Townsend put it in but it, uh, we'd serve to win but 3-3 three, three was was very uh, harsh on Swansea to be honest with you yeah well they, they kind of they're the architects of their own doing though they missed so many chances Swansea yeah I mean they, they, they had a number of half chances um and funnily enough, they all came once. Uh, I mean, we played Toyota and he went off in about 70 minutes for Shelby. Um, and once he went off, it was, let's say, it was dead easy to get through our midfield. Um, yeah. And that's where they, they had a, a spade of sort of half chances that, that Gomez came on and uh, proved why he scored about tw- twice all season because he couldn't hit a barn door. Yeah. Um, I mean, Montero, um, on the other hand, probably the quickest player I've ever seen. But again, he missed a, a one-on-one. So. Yeah. At that point, we're lucky that um, we got the, the second goal from a set piece where it just bobbled around in the box and Sissoko, for once this season, actually scored. <laughs> Good finish by Sissoko. Yeah, he's not really done much else, has he, this year? Apart from four well, he, first goal of the season, isn't it? It is. And he's he's been the one who's copped the most stick just because of how good he can be when he can be bothered. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday, he actually got the captain's armband. Um, yeah, which, there's quite a lot of consternation on Twitter from Newcastle fans about uh, Mitrovic being dropped, uh, Perez not being on the in starting line after Shelby not being there as well. Yeah, well, to be honest, I mean, the changes you, you could you could have made an argument for dropping any of the any of the team at all because of how they've been recently. Um, so the, the guys who came in actually did pretty well. I mean, Mitrovic has been better coming off the bench in a lot of games just because of his of his size and uh, gives you that extra that extra option. And unfortunately, when you're playing someone like Swansea and they're passing the ball about a bit, it takes that long to get across the pitch. You may as well have a, a Cissé or someone like that <laughs> try, trying to close the ball down a bit. Um, so it, it could make a case of why he made the changes. Um, and obviously it worked for him. So yeah. interesting to see what he does next week or Tuesday as it is. Do you think that's the reason why he, he decided to bench Shelby or do you think there was anything to do with maybe him being worried about... Um, him being maybe too emotional against the Swansea team, which well, we the, talked um, about the rumours as to why he left in the in January anyway. Yeah, I mean the Swansea fans were, were booing him as you'd expect. Um, he, um, he he he's been captain since he joined, um, which was a bit was pushing it a bit, and um, we've been playing him in front of the centre backs, which is all well and good, but. He can't really influence the game there, and like I say, when we haven't got the ball, he's a passenger. So against a proper passing team like uh, like Swansea, it, we had to change something, and it was him who, who copped it. We've got a squad of players who who like to play in the number ten rule, yeah. and uh, none of them are particularly good at it. But unfortunately, <laughs> they, they, they all just seem to swap around it. exactly. And uh, say so it was Sissoko yesterday, despite him having no touch and no no passing ability, but he gets himself around the pitch a bit, which helped. So. At this stage, you, it, it would be tough to be confident of staying up, but can it, do you think it can be done? Um, well, going into yesterday, we needed Norwich to lose and us to win, and that's happened. But, I mean, the, the best thing about yesterday was that there's been a, a six-goal swing in the goal difference, which yeah. might might be quite important. Uh, at this point in time, I would make, I would make Sunderland if they were to stay up out of the throat of the three of us, um, just because they've got form in this sort of environment. Um, our games to come... I can see us getting a win at Villa. Um, yeah. I'd like to say we'll be Palace at home, but I think Pardew will relish in the chance of relegating us. And then, I know. Don't get me started on that. Um, and then, in the meantime, we've got Man City at home and Liverpool away, which mm. Liverpool might could play their under sixes like they did today, and still, they still won. So. <laughs> 
it's uh, it's 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 not going to be easy. But out of the three, I would say Sunderland have got the best chance, even though they've probably got the hardest looking games on paper. Sunderland, they played Norwich, um, uh, convincing three 0 victory in the end. Colin, did you see the highlights of this? I did. Uh, sorry, guys, I I was just out of the call for a little while so that's right I'd um, like to get your opinion on uh, Big Sam Allardyce pushing Johnny Housen around well <laughs> I, I, I saw that I think I, as I saw it Johnny Housen was trying to be peacemaker yeah just just in there he was still trying to help Big Sam and then all of a sudden I think someone pushes Housen Housen pushes Big Sam then it all kicks off doesn't it <laughs> he, felt, he, he felt Sam's wrath didn't he yeah didn't he just uh, I was thinking, bloody hell. Uh, Little Johnny Wally, face-to-face with Angry Sam. Yeah, so... Yeah, that was, that was, that was a highlight. Lunchtime kickoff as well, he's probably hungry. <laughs> Definitely was. <laughs> Delia was around as well, he's at Delia's place. <laughs> I, I don't know if, guys, we touched on this, because I, I think I've, I've missed the Newcastle bit, and I've missed the Sunderland bit. Sorry, there's problems with my Skype call. Um, but have, have you touched on the fact that for some of these teams, whether it be Newcastle or Sunderland, is it not frustrating that it's perhaps a little bit too little too late? Uh, no, it, it, Yeah, really. Because one of the things I'm... T- I'm sorry if you've already said this, is that Newcastle... Were, Sunderland played really, really well. They, they busted gut. Newcastle, maybe not as convincing, but got the win. If they'd have played anything like that earlier in the season, they wouldn't have been where they are now. And is that not frustrating to fans? Say, all right, now you've got this far into the shit. You now start to roll your sleeves up and turn up. It's like, well, why didn't you do that a week ago, a month ago, two months ago? Well, yeah, the commentator said that during the Bolton-Middlesbrough game yesterday when Bolton were bossing the game, one up against the top of the table, already relegated Bolton. Why are you playing like this now? Why couldn't you have done this three months ago? Giving yourself a chance. Yeah, Yeah, it must be frustrating. Well, I mean... The problem we've had all season is that we hired a manager who's he had won about once in the last six months of his time at Derby. Yeah. For, some, for some reason, we we courted him since January last year and uh, then appointed him at the third attempt. So bear in mind, this guy had turned us down twice. We decided he was the man to take us forward. Um, <laughs> we, we, we then recruited a bunch of players who probably have some talent, but they, they didn't fit into any sort of system we were trying to play. For example, Mbemba, um, decent centre-back. He's, um, he's pacey, he's, but he's under six foot. Um, Colacini's the captain of the team. He's also under six foot. Pairing the two of them together was always never going to work. And sure enough, first day of the season, conceded two headers. And we all looked at each other and said, well, that was always going to happen. <laughs> so then... Like I said, as I mentioned during the Newcastle Swansea bit, we've, we signed a load of players who like to play number 10. We've got no wingers. We, we then signed a six foot three mad Serbian who's really good in the air, but there's no, there's no wingers, so the ball never comes in the box. And it's, it was, rich, by the way. oh, I mean, he, 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 he shows so much passion, but sometimes in the wrong way, but yeah. if he was in a different team, he'd be, he'd be great. Um, as I say, unfortunately, we, we don't have anybody who whips the ball in. We signed Townsend in January who is a decent winger, but he plays on the wrong side, so he's always going to cut in and shoot. I think there was a, a journalist on Twitter described him as the farm foods Iron Robin, which is, which is, which is probably fair, uh, although he was brilliant yesterday to give him his due. But again, 
the British signed players because they're available rather than yeah. because they fit in with what we're trying to do. Uh, and now Rafa's come in and he's looked at it and as I mentioned earlier, you can't polish a turd. There's there's too many too many players in there who just don't fit with, with Rafa's style of play. Uh, D- David, can I just let you into something very quickly? At yeah. the start of the season, we had, we had a podcast, yeah. and the, 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 one, the ones of us who were on there had to make predictions. I think it was like who'd finish top four, who'd win in Europe, who'd get relegated from the Premier League. Okay. And in my bottom three for who would get relegated, I said Newcastle United, and I got <laughs> laughed at by everybody else on the podcast. David, Obviously. can I tell you something else about that podcast? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you predict to win the league, Colin? Hey, hey, uh, ignore I that. Said Chelsea. Ignore oh, that. No. Did you have Did you have Aston Villa in your bottom three, Colin? Uh, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> was this the same one where you predicted did, did, Liverpool did you? to win the league? Or was <laughs> that another one? Last season, but that's equally as... Uh... No, last season I said Liverpool would win the league. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't get everything right. But no, there's a saying here something, s- something, yeah. About, yeah, something about a stopped, a stopped clock, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, th- throw enough darts and you get a treble twenty. Um, yeah, but the thing is, David, the, the reason I said that is because I, I've said it all the time and I've been consistent on this. I think Steve McLaren is a clown, and I, and I think I think you mentioned a fraudulent a, fr- a manager who was a fraud. I think Steve McLaren is, and I think he's stealing the living, and and I don't know any reason why you went and got him. Um, careful, and I think, careful Colin Leeds could need a new manager soon yeah. <laughs> oh they wouldn't touch him I tell you and I think if Newcastle United get relegated this season it's because of Steve McLaren primarily yeah I think he, he'll, he'll take the brunt of the blame to be honest um, the, as I mentioned before the recruitment hasn't been great I don't know how much he has to do with it uh, I mean the problems with our club stem so far back it, it's We've had a losing culture for about three years now, and I wouldn't be surprised if lots of people would come out and say, yes, I had Newcastle predicted to go down, um, just because we won, I think it was once in about five months towards the end of last season, and when you, when you have that sort of culture and mentality, it's, uh, it's, it's a hard one to shake. Yeah. And, and when you hire a manager who's been in the same boat as well, then you've just got two sets of losers, really. So. <laughs> Sorry, David, what? What, so it, it, is locally, is... is um, is Derek Carr not getting this any, any of the, the blame here? McLaren gets some of the blame, but um, there's, there's a general feeling up here that uh, it, the club is fundamentally broken um, by the way it's been structured. Um, start with Mike Ashley. I don't want to dedicate any more time to talk about Mike Ashley because <laughs> you know plenty of people have had their say about him. Um, he's done what he's done at Newcastle which on the one hand yes he's cleared off a lot of debt and that's great but you know football fans don't go looking at the, at the balance sheet or the, the, the accounts or anything like that we want to see, you know you want to see goals and you want to see good times on the pitch and for the majority of his reign it's just been a disaster we've had one relegation we were lucky uh, as someone mentioned before we kept the likes of Nolan and Barton and we came straight back up because we had that call this time there's none of that I, I'd be I'd be surprised if we came straight back up unless something changes dramatically. Um, we've got some decent players who, who will stay, like the likes of, you know, Colback isn't isn't great at Premier League level, but you'd like to think he'll he'll do all right at Championship level. And a couple of the ones who signed in January, like Shelby and, and Townsend, should be all right at that level. But um, well, isn't we'll, isn't Shelby on eighty grand a week with no relegation clause? Yeah, it's great. Another great decision by, uh, <laughs> by those involved. Right, that, that, uh, is, Rafa's not going to stay, is he? 
If they get well, relegated. I wouldn't have thought so. Um, no, I wouldn't. He's, he's got he's got a break clause in there. Um, now I don't suppose he put that in, you know, for shits and giggles. Sure. I imagine that that was serious. So um, he, I think he wants to stay. And whenever people say, "Are you going to stay if they go down?" He says, "Well, we won't get relegated." Now he's he's got to say that if he's saying, "Well, you never know," then it's not going to inspire much confidence. But no. um, I think he wants to stay in uh, in England because his family are, are still situated in Liverpool. Um, but I imagine he'll have much better offers than the Championship, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. Uh, final point on uh, the Sunderland-Norwich game, which you spent most time talking about Newcastle. Jermaine Defoe, for the Euros, what do you think? No, no way! 13 Premier League goals this season. Absolutely fuck off, Ross. Yeah. If is injured and if Welbeck's injured... No, no. No? No? You're all mad. I think... I think Roy's already said it because he, he's, he's put Andy Carroll's nose out of joint as well. He said that the five he's taken are the five who've performed for him during the qualification campaign. So that's pretty much nailed who the five are. Cool, let's get knocked out in the second round then. Um, next. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to be because of a lack of Jermaine Defoe. Hey, scores <laughs> goals. We're not for England, cap- he fucking doesn't. Captain Rooney no. to not score any goals at a tournament, but never mind that, that's fine. Let's talk about uh, we talk about Norwich Palace. They how did they get on this weekend? They drew today with they, um, one with one Arsenal. One all with Arsenal. Yeah, doesn't do anything for either team really, does it? That was the most Arsenal performance. <laughs> well, it makes it Arsenal really quite difficult. They've got um, United bringing down their neck now. Was there a yeah, four point gap? I think yeah. They're not necessarily. They haven't necessarily got fourth spot tied up just yet, have they? And they yeah. should have. They sh- they should already be behind West Ham on points. Yeah, if West Ham's luck had been in their favour for most of this season. <laughs> well, just the last just the last four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into their game today, and they they drew with Leicester two two. Um, quite a lot happened in this game, didn't there? <laughs> Adam, Adam, you're a big, you're a big fan now of John Moss. Ah, oh, he's my favourite referee ever. You you definitely are on the opposite camp to most Leicester fans there. Oh yeah, but booed him off at full time. Yeah, uh... he gave you a penalty for fuck's sake. Yeah, um, which I think was probably a penalty. Um, some people don't disagree with me, but it was soft. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a foul. So. He, he did the two things that you almost never see happen: yeah. you, a, a second yellow card for for diving. That was for Vardy, and, and um, yeah, for, for, for Vardy and a. A penalty for wrestling a player in the in the um, in the box from a corner. Yeah, just just do it all the time. These things will stop. Yeah. Although ironically, he didn't do it all the time in that game, and it didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Robert Hoof only about two minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> Leicester uh, Leicester had two shots on target, and they scored them both. I mean, that's efficient, but you probably need more than that if you're going to concede two as well. Is it official? how many shots? How many shots did they have off target, Russ? Uh, let me have a look there. They had they had six in total actually, so not bad. Okay. Uh, West Ham on the other hand had nineteen shots on target. Uh, nineteen shots, four of them on target. They scored with two, but I didn't see most of this game. But were Leicester the better team then for this? Um, West Ham, sorry, were they better, the better team? Once the red card um, happened, it became yeah. very very one way traffic. Yeah. yeah. How early was the red card start? Of the second half. It was about 55 50 yeah, right, okay. just before. And, and, but, but it was one of those where both teams made changes to um, account for it as well. So hmm. West Ham went attacking um, and 
uh, Leicester tried to make some some defensive changes. Right. Okay. You know how teams go to two, two banks of four when you know they're trying to hang on and things. Yeah. At one point, I was looking for Leicester striker, and they had two banks of four, and then they had Azure like sat in front of them, so they like, pretty much had all nine players within about twenty yards of the penalty area. <laughs> it, was, it was like like a sort of a. They like Atletico Madrid the other night, but to much less success. <laughs> yeah, still considered two goals. <laughs> so, if I understand it right, Jamie Vardy's going to have a three-match ban. One match. One match. One match ban. So oh right, so he didn't give. It didn't. It didn't give him a straight red. Just a. Yeah, it was that would have been ballsy. For <laughs> 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 so he's going to miss the uh, Swansea game next Sunday. So he's only got three more games to play. Uh, Man United, Leicester, and uh, Man United, Everton, and Chelsea. Yeah, not bad. It's not not great for Leicester, but he, that makes him that little bit more box fresh for England for the Euros. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite glad he's got this red card out of the way now. <laughs> you could just yeah, see a, a, a Jamie Vardy red card ruining everyone's summer. <laughs> <laughs> now all we need is Deli Alley to pick up one before the end of the season. Yeah, he's on the He flies around. The he, yeah. <laughs> well. While Jermaine Defoe sat at home thinking it could have been me. <laughs> I wouldn't have got sent off. No, it's not even Jermaine Defoe thinks he should be in the England squad. <laughs> <laughs> His PA might do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyway, why do you want a PA who could design him a perfume or whatever it was, as well as like pick up his milk from the shop? Like, who were these people who... Uh... <laughs> For the amount of money he was offering, though, I mean, I would have done a lot of that stuff, to be fair. <laughs> I can't have played him. So Leicester, they drop points now. All the, the, the balls are definitely in Tottenham's court. Um, they play Stoke tomorrow. We're all assuming Spurs will win this one, I assume. Well, they've got it, haven't they? <clears throat> yeah. Is it the first time, really, this season, there's that pressure now on them to actually go and get that result? It's already set up for Spurs to be a bit Spurs, Do isn't Spurs. it? Do a Spurs. Yeah. Spurs have had that pressure since the... the Liverpool game, haven't they? At least to go, uh, yeah, I suppose to go. You, it's a two-horse race. You have to just keep winning games. But you look at it now and you think they could they they win tomorrow night. They go within five points. Yeah. Then can a like <clears throat> Swansea have forty points? But they, I think they still need a point at least. Uh, just, just. Yeah. A team that maybe wants to get themselves mathematic- mathematically safe. Now, can a Leicester, uh, a Vardyless Leicester not beat them down? Because this isn't a team that's been scoring lots and lots of goals. No. And they have really dried up from Mares. So, once you remove their ma- their main goal threat, what becomes of them in their next game on Sunday? Yeah, they're a very different team with a shower up top, aren't they? They're a, a more of a long ball type team. They've always got Okazaki as well, who can do some stuff, but yeah, he's not neither of those are Vardy. Spurs' next four games are all massively winnable. Stoke tomorrow, West Brom Monday after that, Chelsea uh, at the bridge, maybe the hardest one there, and then Saints on the final day. That, that's so hang on, wins for me. I think we're going to get in Newcastle on the final day. Uh, no, Spurs, yeah, Spurs are playing Southampton, I think. No, they're playing Newcastle. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Newcastle, so yeah. <laughs> I'll amend my previous statement to five very winnable games then. 
imagine my face if they lift the trophy on, and relegate us on the same day. And just sat, sat there going, oh. Didn't you do that to Plymouth, though? Plymouth had a threw us a party in our honour when we got promoted down at their place. Like they, we relegated them, but they didn't seem to care. They just, oh, play, <laughs> just <laughs> threw, threw us a promotion party, which was very nice of them. But they wanted to get in the same division as Pompey Greg, didn't they? For that Doc Landers And now party. they're in League Two. Look at it. <laughs> well, they got a big derby game down there. <laughs> I, I think you. From what what we've been saying for the last few minutes, I think you're potentially clutching at some Spurs coloured straws. I, I, it's done and dusted, isn't it? No, I think Leicester have done enough. It's done. They've done enough. No, abs- absolutely not. Because if all it takes, as soon as they don't win against Swansea, the pressure's really on. If they don't win and against Swansea and uh, five point gap, Spurs win a two, down to two points, with three to play. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I think if if Leicester were called Chelsea and Chelsea were five points clear with four games to go. You'd probably say, "Oh, Chelsea are definitely going to win it." I think it's just um, a, the whole Leicester. That comes out but that's the not because got though in the experience in that, that situation. Sure. Yeah, that's not because just because of a different name. That's because <laughs> you have a, have, 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 that Chelsea have a team of serial winners. Not this season. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue. Who, 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 who wants to take a five-pound bet with me that Spurs are going to win, and I'll go Leicester. Oh well, no, because I'll do it with the bookmakers. <laughs> I think you probably get better odds. Yeah. You've <laughs> got a good point there. You've got a good point there. <laughs> I was offering just a fiver, which isn't very good odds. So, <laughs> Scratch that idea. Fair enough. Let's get Everton and Saints out of the way, Adam. Uh, finish one all. Um, pff, anything to take from this, really? Everton sees um, relies on one game, doesn't it? You said last week. Yeah, a fan ran on the pitch and tried to um, tried to attack Roberto Martinez. Yeah, I got on a fight with someone on Twitter. Um, <laughs> the fans are fighting among themselves, aren't they? It's been a good weekend. <laughs> it's a good finish from Funes Mori. Oh, oh and um, and my fantasy football team consisted of Lukaku, Lennon, and Barkley. Who, um, well, as of bef- well, as of uh, as of before the Man City game kicked off. My fantasy football team had um, had accumulated one point. <laughs> Look, yeah, Lukaku and Barkley were on the bench. Lennon was nowhere to be seen, apparently. Not even in the squad. Yeah, didn't even make the squad. Barkley came on. It was, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you did have a few injuries uh, this weekend. You had Darren Gibson starting the game. Brilliant, Never yeah. Never a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to remember as well that we it wasn't just that we played midweek as well against Palace, so... Mm. I thought Morales um, was quite unlucky early on. He got definitely pulled back when he was clean through. I can't remember which Saints defender it was, but he just pulled him to the ground and just got away with it as well. Not even a free kick. Like I said, Ross, it's, uh, next weekend. It's all about next weekend. All about the FA Cup semi-finals. Okay. And, and, even that, and even then, my argument would be that you've still... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> this has still been a, a club that have had two semi-final appearances this in cup competitions this season that's yeah like that's not well what we're going to finish somewhere in mid-table uh. <laughs> what what difference is there between finishing 12th or 14th or finishing 8th yeah, exactly a couple of million pounds but with the new TV deal that's kind of irrelevant isn't it yeah yeah good point a lot of evidence if you look at it the two teams money. the team that you played yesterday Adam who are what 8th 
essentially in the league position, you would have achieved the same thing. Yeah. Basically. If you look at it, you could make an argument that Everton have had a better season than Southampton. Yeah, who, exactly. Exactly. Who, uh, crashed out of Europe embarrassingly early on, <laughs> which we'll which everyone in the PA postcode found quite funny. Um, <laughs> didn't make an impression on either cup competition and aren't going to qualify for Europe. You know, at least Everton um, have made a, a bit of an impression in the cups. So, does that not essentially mean that positions six to seventeenth are pointless? And it's all about what you do in the cup. Well, you could make an argument that um, you could finish. Well, I, I think it's fair. If, if, as a fan, if I finished 17th and won the FA Cup yeah, uh, in, in in five years' time, I wouldn't remember what, what, where we finished in the league. As long as we didn't go down, I'd be like, well, remember that day out at the cup final? I would yeah. think that's... Uh, that's that, as, a, as a fan, that's what I'd be going for. And that, that's even more pointed out when you could extend that to smaller teams like Wigan, who probably would still put being relegated... The season they got rele- relegated from the Premier League is their best season. Yeah. Who cares about the relegation? We won the FA Cup. Yeah. Can I just point out they lost a weird Doncaster yesterday, so they might not be that, that keen on that. Killed my reality. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watford beat West Brom uh, 1-0. My main point from this game is Sider Perahino, get him off penalty duty. <laughs> <laughs> not even two missed penalties, two saved penalties by Gomez. Incredible. Which, it, which if you had him in fantasy football, meant that he's already scored 19 points this week. Jesus Christ. They have which is... <laughs> Which it, which is more than which is more than Aguero. Before this match, Berahino has scored all five of his penalties. Well, not anymore. That record's taken a big dip now. I didn't realise that uh, Gomez had done that before. In, in years ago, he saved two Darren Ben penalties. I mean, what, I mean who does that? Who saves two pens in a match twice? <laughs> he has the uh, highest ratio of saving penalties. Um, to one's faced in the Premier League I think only David Seaman I think was higher uh, with more than 20 penalties faced not bad really 29% um, success rate at saving pens that's pretty well, he's, he's always been a good good shot stopper hasn't he he's just got a rick in him plus he's massive he's, as well, he's, which he's, does help yeah. yeah so now all they've got to do is get him into get into Europe they can concede all the penalties they want to get to Barcelona because Messi's got about a 50% success rate so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean that result kind of does nothing for either teams. They're both safe this year. West Brom are they're in the same position as Palace, but they're not going to go down. So they're safe for another year. And Pulis said he wants to get this team much younger um, for next season. Has he considered playing less than like four centre backs and four defensive mids? <laughs> is that, is that, is that never. Not at all? <laughs> Did he say not? He said this in the same week that he's given Gareth McCauley and Jonas Olsen new contracts. Um, I think he's just mugging people off. Yeah, he is. He's trying to sell Berahino as well, probably the youngest player. Yeah. Not the way of going about getting a younger team, Tony. Uh, Man City and Chelsea rounded up Saturday's action. Chelsea didn't particularly turn up. Courtois went and got an early bath. And Aguero had a good afternoon with a hat-trick. Quite some play, wasn't he? Yeah, great time. Him and De Bruyne are just outstanding, aren't they? I mean, that's, that's the... The partnership now, isn't it? City would have been much more dangerous this season if De Bruyne had missed a, a fair chunk of it, wouldn't they? Since oh, he's, yeah. back, he's just been phenomenal. That couple of months he missed, I think, has probably cost them the top two. Whether they won or not, I don't know, but they've been locked closer. I completely agree, but when you look at, at the squad like Man City in the month, that, I said this before, I say again, that's embarrassing. Yeah. 
Oh, I've got no sympathy for them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> relying on those two players to get you through. I, I heard something, and this is things on Master Day Two Extra. And, uh, and at first, when I heard it, I thought, "Whoa, hold on a minute!" But um, they said, "Do you think Kevin De Bruyne is the only player in the Premier League that could walk into any other team in the world?" Well, him and Gareth McCauley, I would say. But. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then, I th- and then I thought, whoa, okay, actually, they might have a point there. Aguero. I think Aguero. Aguero De Gea. Sanchez, possibly. Arsenal. Ozil. Um, I think it's difficult to say that about Sanchez and Ozil when you're talking about two players who were sold by Real Madrid and no, Barcelona, respectively. True, but yeah, definitely Aguero. De- definitely Aguero and De Gea. We'll see. We'll see that from De Gea almost certainly in the summer as well. <laughs> Chelsea's uh, youth revolution, which their their fans are big on, mainly consisted of playing Loftus Cheek. That seems to be <laughs> it in their starting eleven for kids, basically. But look at it in context of the last fifteen years, <laughs> and that's quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, they are still playing Ivanovic, Cahill, <laughs> Mikel was still there, unbelievably. Did I? We're about to have his testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> did, did did I completely have Loftus Cheek um, mi- misinterpreted when I had him pegged as a slightly defensive midfield player? Because he was basically playing as a number ten for for Chelsea in this game. I think we can blame football manager for that because he's down on football manager as a, a DM. Okay, or m- maybe, or maybe he's just. It's like he's on his summer holidays and he's just like, fuck it, I'll do what I want. <laughs> I'm going to play striker today. <laughs> any any arguments with Courtois' red card? No. 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 He knew it as soon as no. he did it. Threw himself back on the ground. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, I'm out of here anyway, so see you later. <coughs> he's got two red cards this season as well, Courtois. Good job they've got a decent uh, backup, Chelsea. Yeah, it's not Mark Swartz anymore. <laughs> no, 40-odd-year-old. Uh, the final game from this weekend then was Liverpool. They beat Bournemouth 2-1 today. Um, Firmino and Sturridge with first-half goals before King pulled on back in injury time. But it's not been a bad week for Liverpool, has it? That Dortmund game was something something else. Oh, that was... Oh, I... Adam's not I feel a bit. feel a bit bad yeah. for Dan Sturridge. Dear. I mean, Dan Sturridge... Oh... You know, he's scored, he must have something like a one in two ratio for Liverpool, and then he ends up being like him and a bunch of kids on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon at Bournemouth. <laughs> Lovely trip down to the beach. He's like a teacher <laughs> on a school trip. <laughs> um, stay fit then. Uh, that's, that's the motto of that one, isn't it? Oh, it's Car- easy. Carlo was there. Carlo Toro was there. He was definitely not the oldest player playing. <laughs> and Joe Allen looking like a. Well, Tom Scott as an 80s Argentinian footballer. Weird beard. Like one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so good win for Liverpool and a good week all round for Liverpool. But pretty big changes coming in the summer. <clears throat> uh, let's drop down to the Championship quick. Colin, do you want to talk about the return of the Messiah at Ellen Road? Uh, Brian McDermott. No, Chris Wood, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, of course, Brian McDermott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, I, I would just say on this. 3-2 sounds very impressive um, what a shit game I would say it is Reading 
Uh, I, I would also say that this was Leeds who won 3-2 with a team that had been decimated by a virus. Okay, Some of the players... Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, there was a virus going around the camp and it still managed to put three past Red in. Um, so... It, it, I think yeah, it exactly. looks impressive. On, it's more impressive on paper than I actually think it is. I think it's two bang average championship teams just knocking goals past each other because neither can really defend. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Three of the goals were just absolute comedy errors from defenders. Uh, yeah, so Leeds up to the dizzying heights of 12th. Are we going to finish three or four places above our regular spot in the league? What, 15th? 15th is our position. Reading oh. currently occupy it. We need to, we, there's some work to do to get back into that position. I, I don't know. I mean, apparently, well, it leads to three points off 10th. And, and if Steve Evans <laughs> doesn't get a contract for getting Leeds finished 10th, then there's something wrong. But he's, he's, apparently he's, he won't. he's gone. You reckon he's gone? You reckon yeah. he's going to get sacked? He's gone to do some Marjorie Dawes esque Weight Watchers uh, meetings, probably. <laughs> he's lost three stone. <laughs> He has lost three stones. It's probably from managing and, Leeds. Yeah. Well, yeah. The stress, yeah. <laughs> Apparently we're getting Fabio Cannavaro as the next manager. No. Well, well, hey, it's Chilino. Could be anybody. I would fucking love that. <laughs> Villa go down and you... Cannavaro as manager in one season. Oh, my God. Don't get oh, too excited, Ross. Come on. You oh, know that is... Um, three weeks. Almost certainly. But, but... You know that that's actually just... Newspaper where it takes Italian chairman links Italian former player. <laughs> hey, he's got a rich history of managing clubs in uh, the UAE and uh, China, I think. So <laughs> definitely not. In Get it him on money. that plane. Definitely not in it for the money. <laughs> Leeds is the obvious next step there. Uh, Middlesbrough seem to actually want to get promoted this summer. They uh, they won. They well they, they uh, snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. To, they hold yeah. a two-point lead over Burnley now. They mugged me right off. <laughs> they did. I didn't realise that they were the early kick-off. Put them in my accumulator. Uh, saw they were losing. Popped down the bookies. Yeah. Put another one on. And then they won. <laughs> it's basically I'd had, I put on the same accumulator twice. <laughs> just without <laughs> Middlesbrough. Which is without Middlesbrough, yeah. <laughs> well, the difference came off the bench. I knew it was the difference. Pretty much in both goals. Uh the second one especially, little lovely little chip ball back across. And the one good thing about seeing Mills were back in the Premier League, and there is only one good thing about it, and that is potentially seeing the difference. Back, <laughs> well, on the, again. He's back a, in he's the big time. Striker, isn't he? yeah. <laughs> he's guaranteed he's the new, the new Robert Earnshaw. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> he gets on by Cardiff or Ipswich or someone next. Get them up after years of trying. Are we talking about Jordan Rhodes? No. David Nugent. Come on. England's David Nugent. <laughs> oh, right, okay, sorry. <laughs> one, in, one in one. <laughs> That's better than Defoe. Get him on the plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. Uh, down at the bottom, Bolton already down. Charlton and MK Dons look to be joining him. It's going to take some sort of miracle to get them both out of there. Um, Warnock has somehow saved Rotherham. Unbelievable. Fulham. If Charlton go down, will they do some another mental protest or something? What, are they, what could they have planned next? They've got to be running out of ideas, haven't they? <laughs> Stress balls on the pitch. I mean, they copied our idea for a coffin. I mean, there's, got to I be, mean, there's, got, there's got to be some mileage in using that sofa they've got by the side of the pitch for something. <laughs> like, just like move Logis- it in front of one of the goals or something. and just Logistically, this is getting very difficult for them, though. 
Yeah, they've got to keep topping it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Which is tricky to do. Uh, Greg, do you want to talk about what happened at Portsmouth yesterday? Not really. <laughs> move on. A mad minute, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just that brilliant ability of being able to shoot ourselves in our own foot every three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like clockwork. Like clockwork. <laughs> Is that automatic now gone, do you think? Is, is, is a yeah, I'm going to have to... How is it... How is that looking, Greg? Because um, didn't Oxford United lose as well? Yeah, I mean, from that Quinton drop points, so everything would have gone our way, but yeah, I think there's been... too many teams above us now. Yeah, you can't really overhaul. But when, when so what is, 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 is... Northampton are up, aren't they? Yeah, they're Hopkins. done and dusted. And then who's second and third currently? Oxford and Quinton, honestly. Or Bristol Rovers taken that spot. Yeah, they've had I mean, loss in 10 games. They're on fire. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to go to Wembley now. I can't, <laughs> oh, can't be bothered. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a hard knock life. Oh, I know. How yeah, you there as well? Are you going to go to yeah, Wembley yeah. the semi-final? I've already been once this season. Yeah. And you really enjoyed that game. It was a great time. Watching some football league. Seeing for the aforementioned Oxford United. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some uh, Scottish football quick. We don't often mention North of the Border since Colin's not been on the podcast regular. Um, Rangers are back, aren't they? Cool, and yeah, they look quite good as well. And how old is Kenny Miller? Thirty-seven, Jesus. I think. Oh, he's, he's become the first um, player to score for all three sides in the Old Firm Derby. Wrap your head around there. Nice. <laughs> that took me a second then. I was about to question that, but yeah. New co Yeah, I, I was completely lost. Well done, Greg. <laughs> yeah. That's actually brilliant because it took, it took me a moment. Yeah. Celtic struggled, didn't they? Big time in this. Oh, they just. Rangers looked like they wanted it more. And then yeah. they just passed them off the pitch. Um, a couple of good goals. Um, but I think that Ronnie Dyler lad, he'll be off. He's in trouble. I can't see him. Yeah, he'll win the league, but he'll get sacked. Yeah. Um, but it was a good game, like proper end-to-end stuff. Colin, you must be delighted, because Rangers are going to give you a slightly better return on your, your uh, bets on them each week now. Rather than the 1-14 to 14 odds you've been getting for the past three years. Yeah, well, I, I don't tend to gamble that much now, but... <laughs> hey, we're um, back <laughs> got burnt so often. Well, no, I was, Rangers losing to I was get, Sterling as the fun. Yeah. I, was, I was getting sick of only winning like twelve pence each time, you know. So I was like, "What's the point?" Um, yeah, no, you should have just, gr- Colin. Next time, just go into the bookies and just try and make your own bets, like you did with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try and offer them and just just offer them a really firm handshake and see if they just take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, have, I'll, I'll give that a go. <laughs> if Rangers don't lose, you give me tenner. Right, cool. <laughs> <How> about that? <laughs> yeah. I'll put anything down on this bet, but that is the outcome. Uh, just quickly over in Spain, Lionel Messi scored his 500th career goal. It's currently uh, Valencia 2, Barcelona 1. Yeah, um, and any moment now, Valencia are going to catch them on the... Ca- There's currently a 3-on-2 counter-attack for Valencia. <laughs> um, Ooh, and hold on. Oh! <laughs> I think it was offside. The Geneva effect has just been delayed, isn't it? It's clearly what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His methods are working. 
it's because they couldn't they didn't understand him so it's taking them a while to process his ideas <laughs> right do we want to talk about some gossip or do we want to uh, cast our cast our <laughs> the Leicester City the movie is apparently in talks so do we want to cast the team with movie stars or do we want to talk about gossip oh wow I think we know what one Colin wants to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's let Colin decide <laughs> Oh, I think uh, Leicester City, the movie, please. Oh, don't <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to go through the Leicester starting eleven, the most common starting eleven, then, and uh, let's all give a, a, an actor who we think can play that position in the movie. <laughs> we're not going to do them. We'll just do the main guys, actually. Simon Gold, obviously, Casper Michael, Jude Law, Sylvester Stallone, Jude Law, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Jude Law. He's got blonde hair, hasn't he? Is he? Yeah, but. Sure, there's some hair dye or something yeah, being invented. Yeah, so he's well, kind yeah. of Diaz, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like Greg's shout of uh, Sly. Obviously, got a history with this sort of stuff. He's got pedigree. Yeah, he can make it believable in the action scenes in the film. I quite like Chris Hemsworth as Casper Michael. He might be a bit bulky. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he could do the blonde. <laughs> Adam, Dave, any thoughts on that? Who could play Casper Michael in a movie? Uh, I, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I'm not very, I'm not very good at knowing actors' names. Okay, fair enough. Um, sh- sh- uh, Where's Morgan, Captain, main man? Denzel Washington. Oh, I've gone for the Rock. <laughs> or Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I don't think Morgan's oh. as mobile as he was. <laughs> I'm definitely going for the Rock for that. Come on, come on, who can play Wes Morgan in the film of Leicester City? Ooh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I got, I got carried away because I've already, I've already moved on a little bit to Vardy. Oh, I, mean, I was, I was, I was thinking who's going to get Vardy, but Danny Dyer. <laughs> we'll get to Vardy in a little bit. Firstly, he's got to, we've got to do Wes Morgan's centre back partner, uh, Robert Hoof. Big this is turning into the ex- the extent the extent of the city. Yeah. Jason Statham in playing Danny Drinkwater next. <laughs> Jason Statham has got to be in. Surely. <laughs> Could Jason Statham play the, um, the I, I want to say, the is he Polish? The defender who played in the um, Spurs game and got himself sent off. Oh, the Arsenal oh. game, sorry. Oh, Wazilewski. Yeah. <laughs> yes. that, that, that lunatic. That's not a bad show, actually. Yeah. Uh, the BBC have got Channing Tatum as Robert Hoof. <laughs> Well, that'll never That's catch Generous. <laughs> How's his accent? That is generous to Hoof, certainly. <laughs> They've questioned it with, though, can Channing Tatum put on a German accent? That's the that one problem that, with it, I think. That's where that falls yeah. down, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, N'Golo Kante in the middle of the field, the, the small, uh, diminutive French midfielder. Um, Do you know uh, what BBC have got for reference? Absolutely. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> I was going to um, go for Lupita Nyong'o um, you know the one the woman ooh, who ooh, was I'm in, a um... film teacher I do, <laughs> yeah. I do I do art house movies yeah <laughs> google it and you'll see the um, the similarity fair enough despite, uh, despite genders obviously yes it's not normally a problem we all see Million Dollar Baby <laughs> let's go to Go on then. Jamie Vardy, Colin, who have you got for Jamie Vardy? 
I, I don't know. The first thing that came to my head was a stupid idea, and that was Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom which would not work at all. And neither would Daniel Craig, because we've got to go younger, haven't we? Well, the BBC have gone with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> which I would, I would literally pay money to go see that film. DiCaprio as Vardy. Um, you know, PK's Mr. An Absolute Pink Sitter. Oh, I see. PK's Mr. An Absolute Sitter, and also so did Valencia. I second it. I don't think PK yeah. missed that. I think the keeper saved it, didn't he? But he doesn't appear to have given Gold. a corner. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Valencia also missed a sitter two minutes previous to that. Um, this game's got everything. <laughs> this, this is like Soccer Saturday, but with podcast and extras. <laughs> yeah. Um, we we Jamie, need to. He plays Jamie Vardy. We need it's to tweet this out. Man on the posts, Ross. See what see what all the followers think. Yeah, all right. We'll go on that in a bit. But while you're thinking on Jamie Vardy, then Greg, uh, the BBC have uh, given the role of Claudio Ranieri to Roberto uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro. Sorry. Yeah, this sounds like the kind of project he'd get involved with. To be fair, yeah. nowadays, <laughs> which which. Um, and by that I mean absolutely anything. <laughs> is it like Meet the Fockers? Yes, it is. All right, I'll sign here. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's quickly do a little bit of gossip uh, before we move on or to the end of the podcast. Uh, PSG striker Zlatan is in talks with Man United over a six hundred grand a week deal. Anyone believe that? Yeah, they haven't sacked um, Van Gaal yet, though. No, true. I thought that was a that was a clause in the contract. Uh, Jose is confident he will be the next Man United manager and has, as such, lined up a seventy million pound move for um, Gonzalo Higuain. Can't have both. <laughs> Maybe he can. Greedy. Zlatan and Higuain. Nice. Um, Theo Walcott wants to leave Arsenal. <laughs> Probably for the best, I would say. Yeah. Yes. Could join Newcastle. <laughs> he's, well, he, yeah. he's can't play a so, number ten role. So that's a plus. So yeah. So, someone, someone who could kind of be a winger, but doesn't want to be one. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's made so many noises of playing up front, and then he's not big enough, or he's not even quick enough anymore. Now I think he's lost a bit of his pace since the old uh, ACL injury. So yeah, good luck to you, Theo. Go elsewhere. Tottenham are close to renewing the contracts of Lamella, Eriksson and Vertonghen. Three pretty vital players for their season, aren't they? Lamella's turned it around a bit because he was enemy number one, wasn't he? Once uh, once he was not good enough, not as good as Gareth Bale, basically. And then yeah. somehow he's turned that round. Um, that's pretty much it for the gossip. There's not anything else that's re- really believable apart from Arsenal not, not wanting to pay the fee that... Um, Munching Gladbach what? want for Chakra next uh, in the summer. <laughs> yeah, nothing is more Arsenal than they want thirty million pounds, but Arsenal, I think, are willing to offer something closer to twenty. Yeah, the most <laughs> Arsenal story of the summer already. Couldn't be any more Arsenal Wenger if he tried. <laughs> All right, that brings us to an end of this week's podcast, and it gives us a chance for um, Dave to give a plug to his uh, well, his blog and his book and all of his other stuff, his Twitter account, everything. Take it away, David. Oh, right. Well. Um... We're at CM9798, at, uh, as you might expect, a blog about Championship Manager 9798. 
Uh, it's just started the 2017-2018 season, so we're quite a way through it now. Um, Peter Beardsley is, is still playing, which is, which is which is the big story. Um, but yeah, give it a, give it a look and relive I'm, your past. It is very good. It's, it's fantastic. It's absolute madness. He's still playing. Some of the things that are happening as well. Who's well, he still he playing? Got, has he got 12 pace as a 56-year-old? It was really odd that his stats went down so much um, they, they, had, they had like little lines instead of zeros or, or ones it just became zero and then and then one summer uh, he decided that, that was no good and he, it, it, once the game re- updated he came back with like 10s and 11s and 12s um, but he's player manager at Rotherham and he has an influence of one so <laughs> so it, he's having a great time um, he does, and he's 56 he, sorry yeah yeah um, apparently there's a bug in the game where if you, if you shortlist a player he doesn't retire which I didn't know about and now, now we've got this far I just want to see if I can keep him going forever uh, um, <laughs> to start a new game and shortlist a lot of players well the thing I, I didn't realise this was a bug but I, I thought why aren't there screenshots of like an 80 year old Lothar Matthias and yeah. knocking around so I, like, you know, I would have thought someone else would abuse this by now but obviously not so I, I'm hoping to get the England job so I can Bring back Peter Baisley to the fold, and uh, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's that's my one remaining aim with that game in life. So I can't remember how far um, is is this one is is this version of CM one of those ones that won't let you go so far, and then like it yeah, just, I've, um, I've I've had screenshots sent. I think it gets to about thirty seasons, and then it, then it packs up and yeah. says uh, no so you more. can't you can't just keep going to see if he dies. <laughs> Well, I, I, am, I am curious what happens when he gets like sixty-five. Like, will they just will they just pinch them off, or? What <laughs> so, but we'll see. I think he's actually um, retired as a manager. Like, I'm a couple of scenes ahead in real time than the blog piece. Yeah, and he he's still playing. Um, he got sacked retired by Robert. Spoiler alert! That's but fantastic. Still, well, he's no longer on like the manager list, so I, I don't know. But he, he, still, still playing, but retired from his job as manager. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's been mad, but it's it's good fun. And if you if you really like it, buy the book, and then maybe I can retire myself. So yeah. I bought the book for Kindle this week, and uh, it's it's a glorious tale of England and so near yet so far. <laughs> yes, the new well, entertainers. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was good fun. Uh, when someone asked me to write the book, I, I couldn't really say no. So I'm not much of a writer, but it, it, it comes out all right anyway. So that's that's all that matters. It's a very easy read, and that's not a a bad thing. No, like I guess uh, it, it's got lots of short words in um, because, <laughs> because well, you know, that, <laughs> well, that's all that's all I'm good at. So we'll uh, we'll stick with what we know. <laughs> Fair enough. Colin, you'd be a big fan of the book. England are in it a lot. <coughs> Very good. Okay, that brings an end then to this week's podcast. Uh, you can obviously find us on Twitter at Man on the Post. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rossbow1984. Uh, Colin is on Twitter at Cass707. And Greg is on Twitter at Greg Kitchen. Nice and to the point. Adam is on Twitter at yeah. AdamSA101. And once again, Dave, where can people find you? Have you got a personal Twitter, or are you just all on the one? Um, I have a personal Twitter, but it's not very interesting. So I would, <laughs> no. I would, I would stick with at CM9798, and uh, we'll save you from reading stuff about business, which no one likes. <laughs> Adam does. Adam be all over that. <laughs> yeah, but not in the North East. We've been over that. <laughs> 
All right, then. Uh, so yes, the uh, Extra Time Podcast will be back in the week uh, with Chris and Ryan and whoever else wants to turn up for that one. Um, go and check out the, the Football Pink. Uh, issue, issue 12 is available now, I think, or very soon. You can pre-order it. Uh, it's really good. I think it's available now. The money, I think the money came out, certainly came out of my PayPal account. Oh, cool. Maybe Mark's trying to do you. Just taking your yeah, money. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that should be on its way to subscribers very soon. Um, and we will be back next Sunday with another podcast. We've got a few weeks left of the season, gents, and then it's on to the Euros. Oh, yeah. There we go. The biggest Euros ever, is it? Well, teams-wise, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally the biggest Euros ever. <laughs> yeah. I can feel the excitement already. I mean, you're all buzzing, I can tell. So. <laughs> but that's not true. You don't hate it tournament football. Um, I like watching the Germans. There we go. See? <laughs> you're already coming around. <laughs> Very true. Okay, so until next week, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Goodbye from Greg. See you later. Goodbye from Adam. Bye. And a good one, David. See you later. And until we always remember to have your